This is Live Music Capital, a podcast about the business and politics of making music in Austin, Texas, and beyond. Live Music Capital is powered by Austin City Jams. Now, here's your host, Eric Lycom. Thank you, Mark Waldy. Hello, and welcome back to Live Music Capital. So much has happened, none of it expected, and all of it so quickly. As I record this, April 3rd, 2020, we are in day 10 of a shelter-in-place order in Austin, Travis County, and surrounding area. In this edition, we'll take a look at how Austin and Texas music makers and businesses are weathering the unprecedented coronavirus pandemic and how the music business is trying to support that in a fluid and rapidly evolving situation. We'll try to get a sense of where we were, where we are, and where we might be going. All that coming now on Live Music Capital. As the last live music capital was being released, a change.org petition to have South by Southwest shut down was circulating. It called on the governor to cancel the festival to help slow down the spread of the novel coronavirus, which was ravaging Wuhan, China, as well as northern Italy and Spain with COVID-19. The petition gained tens of thousands of signatures. Keynote speakers and performers were canceling their appearances right and left. Major tech and finance companies were pulling out of the festival. Finally, at the behest of the medical community, on March 6th, just one week before the festival was about to start, Mayor Steve Adler made this announcement. I've gone ahead and uh, uh, declared a, a local disaster uh, in, uh, in the city. And associated with that, uh, have issued an order uh, that effectively cancels uh, South by Southwest uh, for this year. Travis County Judge Sarah Eckhart supported the decision to cancel the festival. The cancellation of South by Southwest was a $356 million gut punch to the Austin economy, particularly to the service and hospitality industries and to South by Southwest itself. Co-founder Lewis Black told the Austin Chronicle that the festival had no insurance to cover a cancellation due to a disease outbreak or pandemic. While South by Southwest was canceled, other non-sanctioned events fought to stay on even as pressure mounted to close them down as well. Musicians were torn about canceling gigs. Event promoters and club operators grappled with their consciences of social responsibility over whether to stay open to support their businesses and staff versus closing to help prevent the virus's transmission among the public. Health officials were anxiously urging people to increase hand-washing and begin social distancing. People were told to gather in crowds no larger than 50. South by Southwest struggled to keep some online presence during what would have been the festival and conferences. As per their policy, no refunds were given, but badge and wristband holders were told they could use their credentials at a future South by Southwest in the next two years. South by Southwest laid off about a third of their employees. Within days, all events, including sporting events and Rodeo Austin, were being canceled. Local leaders like Eckhart sought to assuage a community growing fearful. We know we will see community spread at some point. So now is the time not to panic, but to continue preparing. 
Cases of coronavirus began appearing and spreading. On March 17th, Mayor Steve Adler, acting on recommendations by his health authority, issued the order to close all public places, including bars, clubs, and restaurant dining areas, and ban public gatherings of 10 or more. Schools were ordered closed past spring break and eventually the remainder of the semester. Adler noted the hit to the pocketbook on a reeling city. At the same time, we recognize that the economic hardships uh, that are happening because of the closure of South by and just the general uh, uh, closures and restrictions associated with the virus. That economic harm is really at this point a crisis that is every bit as, uh, as large as is the, the virus itself. So you need to know that your leadership in the region is, is focused on the people and the small businesses uh, that are being impacted the most right now by these closures, these restrictions, uh, and are least able to sustain uh, this, this time. Uh, we are focused on doing everything we need, recognizing that workers need to replace income and uh, businesses need help weathering the storm so that uh, we're all positioned well uh, for when this passes us and we come storming back to, uh, to, to life. Texas Governor Greg Abbott wasted no time following suit with similar statewide orders as the virus grew in the Metroplex, Central Texas, and the Houston area. That put an end to all public music shows and concerts for the months of March and April, possibly May. It wasn't long before savvy musicians took to live streaming performances from their homes or studios. Others released videos of themselves playing their music or choice covers to keep connection with their friends and fans who were beginning to isolate themselves and hunker down. By March 24th, there were 86 reported cases of the coronavirus in Austin and Travis County. It was then leaders issued a shelter-in-place order to help keep local hospitals from being overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients. Austin Travis County Health Authority, Dr. Mark Escott. But what concerns us the most right now is the modeling that we've seen with our partners at the University of Texas at Austin. Uh, That modeling suggests that in the short term, in the next three to four weeks, our hospitals could reach capacity. That modeling suggests to us that if we put schools back in session, if we turn the businesses back on, if we allow people to go back to restaurants and bars and businesses today, that by May, we will need to be able to provide more than 20,000 hospital beds a day for our community alone. And I, I bring this up because we have to forecast a little bit. The lessons learned have been loud and clear from China, from Italy, from Seattle, from Washington, from New York. We cannot wait until the hospitals are already overrun to make decisions and act decisively to prevent this spread. Meanwhile, live streaming musicians were using mechanisms like Venmo and PayPal as digital tip jars for their performances. Some were dedicating a part of their receipts to staffs of venues they would have been playing. Some did fundraisers for organizations like Health Alliance for Austin Musicians. The Texas Music Office compiled a list of resources to help musicians whose livelihoods were being decimated by the lack of live gigs. Among the host of resources from grants and foundations were the Grammys Music Cares Fund to give musicians who could document lost gigs basic living assistance up to $1,000. HAM director Rene Collins was also reaching out to all Austin-area musicians via social media. First of all, we care 
and we're here to help. Um, you can go to our ham website, which is myham.org, and we have a whole lot of resources on there that will help musicians right now, right away. And so that's where our survey comes in. We wanna know what, what you need, and we wanna get people quick assistance right now. We also know that there's a lot of musicians who might not be HAM members that are in need. If you are wanting to be a HAM member, if you're a musician who's never used HAM before, we want you to be able to call us too. And if you fit our qualifications, we will help you get registered because we know we're in this for the long term. Collins went on to say that the pandemic and its resulting recession was hurting their bottom line. Ham is here for the health and wellness of this music community. And we know that we're going to be at the epicenter of this coronavirus. We are in the same boat that all of our musicians are in and many other nonprofits and small businesses across the city. It does hurt us. Um, Ham has has lost about $418,000 in donations with the closures of our special events and things that are going on. However, we know that we need to help our musicians now. We're very grateful for our donors, for our other nonprofit partners, for our music supporters and for our friends um, who've already standing up and helping each other. Um, that's one of the greatest things about this city. I cannot believe the things that people are already doing on their own to help each other. On March 27, President Trump signed into law a $2.2 trillion economic stimulus bill. The first round of checks of $1,000 for adults and $500 for children are to be issued in mid-April. Those whose annual incomes are greater than $100,000 are not eligible for those stimulus checks. Now the cases of COVID-19 are beginning to explode. Asleep at the wheels, Ray Benson announced on March 31st he had been tested positive for the virus. The 69-year-old Benson said he began feeling tired and headaches about 10 days before, then got tested. He said he wasn't feeling any of the other typical COVID-19 symptoms. Benson is currently in quarantine recovering from the illness. Joe Diffie, John Prine, Placido Domingo, Idris Elba, and Jackson Brown are among the famous musicians who all have said they've tested positive for the virus. Texas is under a statewide stay-at-home order that's expected to last through the end of May. Musicians continue to release videos and live streams to stay connected with their craft and their audiences. On the next Live Music Capital, we'll take a look at how music is changing in a post-coronavirus world, how musicians are using the time to hunker down, and how music service organizations are helping their members. Thanks to all who have shown their support for this podcast. If you would like to, please consider a donation to paypal.me slash ericlikem or Venmo at eric-likem. Thanks to Austin City Jams for their continued support. On behalf of our announcer, Mark Waldy, thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and sharing. We'll see you on the next Live Music Capital.